Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the other Dudley boys of What Culture, Michael Havler and Michael Sidgwick, to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Hmm. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Collision, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Havel and Sidgwick to look ahead to Dynamite tonight and the go-home show, Sidge, ahead of Revolution. Yeah, it was all going so well. (laughs) (laughs) It was all going so goddamn well. I was saying, Hamlet, to Wilborn, maybe on the Collision Review or at some point when it was just the two of us in the studio, it was nice to get anxious again. (laughs) All about things going wrong. Yeah, Yeah. because I I was like, oh, I had like an epiphany, a a eureka moment of, ooh, I must be a little bit more invested than I was throughout last year Mm. when the general feeling I had was... Aye, TV's what it is. The the matches will be great. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, right, this Revolution card has been really well built. I'm emotionally invested in, I would say, about a good four or five matches Mm -hmm. here. It's starting to feel a little bit like its old self again, that AEW. And I realized, oh, actually, I care about, I don't add too much more to this. It's kind of near perfect as it is. And I haven't had that feeling for a while. Like, world's end. Put as many, f- put as many matches as you want on the c- I don't <laughs> really care that much. Yeah. This promotion isn't at its hottest. I feel nothing for yeah. it. Um, So I was really like, f- 24 hours ago, my worry was, right, this is, don't sit up. Don't add anything else. Maybe, th- I know, I'm trying to be realistic. Three kickoff matches. Mm-hmm. Zero hour. Mm-hmm. At best, I firmly expect it. Let's just not, the only way this could fail Revolution is if it gets in its own way and Chris, and somehow Chris Jericho returned. <laughs> I was you told told he was on guy and say, what are you doing here? I was told he was on tour with Fozzy. But you left. <laughs> so we've got this potential scenario. I don't think he's just turning up on this week's tonight's Dynamite purely to just work a match. I feel like it's a backdrop for whatever he's doing at Revolution. The timing is brutally suspicious. And it's just this, maybe it's not going to happen for him at Revolution, nor should it. I'll be optimistic. Could he just be working his way? You know, he did um, 
what was the indie he did last year? I'm not talking about Rev Pro, but he did another one with the JS, didn't he? And it was just a bit weird. Oh, Chris Jericho's back on an indie show. He went to PWG. That was it, PWG. Could he just be wanting to work his way onto this um, CMLL card that the Blackpool Combat Club are on? Like Maybe. The, the BCCC, Blackpool Combat Club, and Chris. Like, <laughs> you just think, oh, I've done that for a long time, and I just fancy one more crack at this, and here's a... Basically, like, I've got a situation here where I can just straw right into a match in Mexico and have one big night again. Hopefully. As I mean, hopefully that's what it is, because I'm just annoyed at the idea of just how... Just the extremes here. On one side of things, you've got this card that absolutely needs nothing else mm-hmm. other than maybe some pre-show matches, which I'll grimly accept. It needs nothing else. And on the other, the other side of the coin, you've got the most unnecessary return yeah. that no one's really asking for that might compromise. The, th- the thing that needs nothing else versus... The thing that no one wants to see, a potential collision there, no pun intended. There were two D words you used to put together, and I don't want to invoke the first one, but I'll take the second one. What if this is dovetailing, and Jericho's just here to announce that uh, he's got somebody from Meat Madness, and I think you know the guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as mad as I was expecting the Meat Madness to be. We were hoping for like six big lads. Six big lads and a six-pack challenge. It's just a three-way. I've seen the graphic, but yeah. is it? I can add some people, aren't they? Uh, yeah, one would hope so. <laughs> Sorry, yes, not mad. They said on collision that it was just a three, I'm Ma- sure. Manageable meat. Yes. <laughs> Lance, Ar- Lance Archer does a predictable job madness yeah. because <laughs> Hobbs and Wardlaw are getting pushed-ish yeah. to varying extents, and Archer's just going to come up, take Even the like L, and leave. Like, uh, bloody WWE's ECW would do that monster mash, and you're like, Carly and Big Daddy V, what? Like, and then it's like, oh, we've got some more fights, get them out there. Like, it's madness. There's alliteration, like, minimum of five. That's well, we'll see, we'll see. But I just, you've watched It's Always Sunny, mm-hmm. you've watched It's mm-hmm. Always Sunny. If you don't know the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there's like this incredibly long running bit, and it's pitch black comedy delectably cruel um a full recommendation from me if you have not seen it's always sunny in philadelphia i suspect there'll be a lot of crossover of course it's always sunny at what culture and we mm. will be uh, doing a live show we are the meat in the wrestlemania sandwich on the sunday of wrestlemania weekend come and see us at underground arts in philadelphia indeed we are the meat in the sandwich and there will be plenty of time after the fact mm-hmm. to watch cody finish his story but it's always sunny in uh, Philadelphia. There's this really long-running bit. It's incredibly cruel, but in a really funny way, where there's a character called Sweet D, <laughs> whom the rest of the group just resents and hates and finds incredibly annoying. And Portrayed by me in our trailer. It's quite difficult to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and D Reynolds is so good at being this vile <laughs> narcissist, so desperate for, like, attention and affection. And she's as horrible as the rest of them, but she's so needy, and they hate her <laughs> so much. They call her a bird, and every almost everything that comes out of her mouth is met with, shut up, bird, shut up, bird. You're the most annoying <laughs> creature who's ever, ever existed. Will Bonnie's doing the eye contact thing with me again. <laughs> and my timeline... 
on X. I suspect yours did too, and yours, and you, the listener, everyone's timeline, or, you know, if you go on Reddit and you're not on X, or if you're not on a comment section, or whatever, or maybe you, your internal monologue, if you're just out of the internet loop, which is impossible because you're listening to this, mm. it's just like, ah, oh, sweet D's back for revolution. <laughs> <laughs> sweet C. Sweet C. Sweet C. There we go. Sweet C is, ah, uh, ah, uh, just that, uh, but you left. <laughs> the person who most needs to go away mm-hmm. is encroaching menacingly on the show that needs no one else. Yeah. That is the worst matchup you will see. That's the 2024 Wrestling Observer Newsletter Award worst match of the year. That's what I'm going to submit for my vote. <laughs> it is the card on which nothing else is needed versus the most unnecessary man. Is there anything, I'm talking strictly within a television show in kayfabe, because of course there's worse things in wrestling, but we deal with hyperbole in this world. Just in terms of a television show or a product, is there anything worse in wrestling, in terms of the feelings you're supposed to have, than that feeling of a character or a wrestler like that you dread seeing? encroaching on your nice time whether it be like the context can be different but ultimately it's like it can extend all the way to the rock ruining cody's match or gallus being on nxt and jericho's canadian gallus canadian yeah there can't be many worse feelings than that one when you're like you're looking forward to sitting like there's wrestlers you love there's wrestlers you can't be arsed with that's in the sphere of wrestling yeah yeah. sorry yeah there's like there's people you can't wait to see "Eh, whatever but then then there's the ones yeah not them. Like, not them. Not you. Yeah, like, if it was WWE, the sort of person that ends up on a graphic where, like, on a Monday morning, Suji's, like, racing to get into work. Like, I can't wait to see Hamlet because they put Kane on the show or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, Jericho's become that for AEW. Yeah. It's just it's feeling in the pit of your stomach. Like, I might not want to watch, I don't know, like, Best Friends. Right, I don't... Uh, best Friends. <laughs> I'm picking on them, but I'm picking on them at the moment because I really like this Trent stuff. But, like, I certainly wouldn't need a Best Friends tag on yes. Revolution. But I wouldn't be, like... Uh, oh god I was just like oh that's a bit needless the prospect of Chris Jericho as a looming threat like it's the threat of a Chris Jericho performance that's a uniquely awful experience as a wrestling fan isn't it this thing where they're all taking bumps but not you yeah anyone Um, but you I'm just I it might he might not even do out but there's fictional and vastly more important real life reasons why I just cannot be arsed with him so he's he's fighting am I right in this he's fighting the son of his former tag partner that's the law of all of this and how he's... There's always a reason why Jericho Atlantis can justify it, isn't there? I kind of yeah. last guy to team with your father, actually. So, I would be lying. Should we just talk about this match now? Yeah. Um, I would be lying if I was to tell you I'm a huge advocate of and enjoyer of Atlantis Jr. But I've scoured Twitter and the usual people are really in the know about their lucha. This is secondhand, but I can say that the authorities and the tastemakers um, that I've sort of scoured are all in agreement that Atlantis Jr. absolutely rules. Ibu of Wrestle Purists, mm-hmm. uh, Joseph Monticello, um, Rob Viper and Lucha Blog are all tremendously excited, dot, 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 and heartbroken to see yeah. the monkey's paw of, oh my God, Atlantis Jr. In, on American TV, great arts against Jericho. I've, I've um, heard he's good friends with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Atlantis <laughs> Jr. They're good mates. <laughs> so I... Apparently this guy is absolutely amazing. I've seen precious little, if any, of his work. He's very much a technico in that um, 
really sort of that Rey Mysterio Jr. adjacent charisma through the mask, that ability to pull people mm. in. Um, from what I've read, there are like more ostentatious um, up-and-coming luchadors, but this guy's got the substance, mm. the real substance to potentially be that ace figure um, to really make a connection, to really become, if not already, like a really, really top star. And obviously, he is the son of Atlantis. And I've seen the very famous Atlantis Volano 3 um, mask match. It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. When's that from? 2000, it got the Observer match of the year. I, well, I was, I, there was a reason why I knew that match by name. I've never seen it, but that'll be I think it. it was the 2000 the Observer match of the year. Match of the year, match <laughs> of the year. And, of course, Michael Hanford. Had you read, yes. I forget the number, 505, is it now 606? Uh, 606, yeah. 606 yeah. matches you need to see before you die. I did the write-up on ah. but th- I think I did. Did I? It was from the 80,000. I was probably too busy covering the game Triple H's output from that time. (laughs) So uh, Jericho's going to win, and potentially there'll be an angle alert for what he does at Revolution. Let's hope not. Is he going to win, though? Because I was thinking about this. Like, the CML guys haven't got a win yet, have they? Is this part of Jericho's trade offer? I'll I'll come back, I'll do the J-O-B, and a CML guy can finally get a win as part of this little interpromotional thing that we're doing a bit. Trade offer. I, inveterate Carney and Spotlight Hog, offer a job. I receive my precious spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And another match where I win in Mexico. <laughs> yes. Like yes. he's doing the reverse BCC 50 50. Look at what it did for Action Andretti. Come yeah. On. Like, Mystico is the guy, as uh-huh. far as I understand it. Um, and he's winning matches on Rampage. There's like, a big CMLL win to be had on Dynamite. I can't really see it happening tonight. But Jericho does a lot of jobs, so you just don't yeah. know. Well, Jericho could get the win and step in to replace Hangman Page in the World Title. Oh, Christ, <laughs> World Title Triple Threat because uh, Page is going to announce his revolution status on tonight's show. There was all the stuff about the ankle injury, immediate aftermath of Jerry Dynamite. Jerry Lynn's Jerry fume. What an idiot. We can't have... What an idiot. Oh, is every wrestler on some level a moron? I just... He's meant to be one of the really smart minds. He's like one of the most respected respected producers. As I understand it, um, he was played a really key role in the very first parking lot fight of putting Ah. it all together. Him and Chuck Taylor with the minds and what a genius work that was. So every wrestler is... Even the clever wrestlers have this moment of like... God, he... Are you stupid? <laughs> you made it so much worse. Because, like, if it comes out in the news, oh, it's just a work, then we as fans and analysts and whatever go, oh, it's a work. I wonder how that'll play out on Dynamite next week. But, that, like, Jerry forgot that bit. of this, Like, you can still sell a fake injury. It's pro wrestling, Jerry. You were in it. <laughs> <laughs> but him saying that, God forbid we have a cliffhanger. Hmm. Like, it's still a cliffhanger. Like, I can invest in the fiction that Paige might be here. Yeah. Like, if anything, the story of it's a work, but they might need an out. Yes. Well, I'm leaning in. I'm leaning in now. Like, I didn't need that bit of his real life, but now I have that. All the more reason. Why do I know that? Because wrestling is reported on. Jerry, it's going to be all right. Yeah, because we talked about this in the immediate aftermath of Dynamite, didn't we? Because we said, one of the last things we said on the review last week was... We had the collision preview, but whenever. Yeah, we said, on the, but on the Dynamite review, we, the last thing we ended on was, there was a shot of Hangman Page saying, don't shoot me. And this we're is going, before 
any of, any well, of this, any yeah. of this report. We're like, oh, I really hope he's not injured because that's so unfortunate, so close to the paper, et cetera, et cetera. Then, like you say, the reports come out, you get the Alvarez Meltzer, might be a broken ankle, and then he was sh- uh, ankle. And then might be sh- completely <laughs> intact. Uh, <laughs> then it was... God, not a great month for Dave, is it? No. You stupid idiots didn't get what The Rock was doing. Did you? <laughs> I think we did. It was just in 2014 or something. Like um... And then, yeah, I think it was Sean Ross that was like, oh, no, seems to be fine. Phew. Then, obviously, like I say, it's, oh, it's a work. Then Alvarez, to his credit, got it right. Yes. Yeah. And then, because there is an underlying thing of, like, Paige might not, just shoot might not make the pay-per-view either, which is concerning. And this might be the out for it, right? In terms of, it might be a personal issue. That's still on Jericho ticket. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they use a storyline yes. injury as yeah. a, yeah. rather than talking about his real life. Because hmm. it's and wrestling. And it's been yeah. pointed out elsewhere. Not that's a hard conclusion to come to. Like, they could just simply have Paige work through it. Hmm. Like, work through the work storyline and sell it throughout yeah. and the rest of it. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, which is good, I guess. I love Hangman Page. I want the best for him. I don't like the idea that he's got a personal issue in his mm. life. Mm. Um, ultimately, they've done a good work because I'm emotionally invested in the outcome and I'm, I'm not... Let's just say he doesn't make it, right? And we can't really say one way or the other, so it's really hot, uh, mm. difficult to preview this. Let's say they've given themselves out. It turns out for whatever reason, and the whole whatever happens it can get resolved, that page can't do it, and they've, uh, they're have they announcing it. And a bit of a ratings grab um, we'll hear from, etc. I worry about the quality of Swerve and Joe. Like, Joe is not completely all aura, I think he's really got into a much better shape than he was in 2022. Like he's really taking it seriously. He's like a man reborn, basically. But at the same time, he's not so explosive that if Swerve does his sometimes slow motion forward rolls, you want him to just get, the second he pops up, just smashed out of the sky or whatever. Mm. I just feel like it's got a potentially, if that becomes a singles match, I can feel this awkwardness in the space between moves and these like really labored setups to do the things they could do together on the counters i worry about that as a singles match to be fair so the more important reason is i hope whatever person uh, personal mm. issue experienced by hangman page isn't that significant um but as a lesser concern artistically i worry about that match so for every reason the trivial and the real stuff, I hope, Paige can make it. I think Revolution's a free hit, personally. Um, I don't think the title match is going on last, so that takes a bit of pressure off. I yeah. think Joe, the biggest compliment I can pay Joe, and it's not going to sound like one, but it is, I think he's doing a fantastic job of obscuring that he's a transitional champion, and indeed obscuring the conversation that he's a transitional mm-hmm. champion. I know there was the hook title match, but by the letter of the law, it doesn't mean that he can't have one defence. Basically, what's happening here, I think, is that they're going to strap up Swerve, and they didn't want Swerve to beat MJF. So by definition, that's what Joe's been putting to do, and yet he is not looking like one. And it's that's hard. That's mm. and Joe is, as we talked about, kind of is perfect for that role. But to have that title reign going any longer, I think it is reasonable criti- like critique to be like, like Samoa Joe's your world champion. That's that's got a shelf life. It's a little bit one of them, and nobody really wants to talk about it because everybody likes Joe. And I, as I agree with you, said he's definitely. I wouldn't have strapped up maybe 2022 returnee Samoa Joe. I wouldn't have dead. But like, yeah. but 
this one has fit this role for right now. Really good booking. And I extend that to the match. Really good booking of the match because you've kind of uh, managed to stretch out the eventual Hangman Page Swerve. Like, not that it's going to be a finale, but the next singles match between the two of them is folded into this. That if you have to lift Hangman Page out, you can still get to the end result of Swerve winning the title. So I just think this has been good end-to-end booking because it's not really... It's not ideal because it's not. It doesn't feel like a main event either. And if you're going to put the belt on Swerve, it should be this great. Oh, he's he's the top guy. Mm. I still I think he will be the top guy with a title. I don't think this is necessarily a match that feels like a top match, and it doesn't have to because like stings the draw. I, I'm confident that's going to go on last, and it's drawn the house. Like, yeah. If it was Cody, they're shaking Sting's hand for the house, something. You know, it's like. So I think I think Swerve needs an like an absolutely undeniably great night because mm. since the Texas death. It's been a bit mixed for me, realistically, and I try not to be too all out of the shop and fickle, but the I talked about it extensively at the time, like the, the collision. I forget the what color, blue, gold, or whatever it is now. Let's just say the collision block of the CC completely annihilated the dynamite in terms of match quality. Yes, Obviously, yeah. Swerve was on dynamite. I don't think that did him any favors whatsoever. Um, they t- they've turned him babyface with wrestling and Hangman Page leaning heel, which I think has been quite nicely done because that was a hard character to get over as a... Like, the fans were gravitating towards him, and this is that thing we talk about where in the modern era it's really hard to have earnest heels and faces. He was doing earnest heel acts, and it was only making him more popular. So they used in-ring stuff and now Page to get him to where he's like a tweener. Yeah. Actually. That's been quite... Nuanced, I would say, like the way they've managed to approach that, rather than just flipping him overnight. Yeah. And so right now you can sell it like, like Prince Nana bringing him back around with the dance was great because it's not Swerve doing the dance; it's an Undertaker, Paul Bearer, Power yeah. of the Urn type thing, you know. It's like the, not necessarily the character alignment or anything like that, or the booking on an individual performance level since Texas Death, where it was sort of unanimous. Strap him up; he is the man. Yes. Between that date and now. He's had, for me, one too many merely good nights. Merely mm. good. Like, if you're going to be in that role, in that position, in this company, with Osprey and Okada mm. lurking, you need a great night every night. And I don't think that's been Swerve, personally, for the last two um, two months and change. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Um, Obviously, big dynamite tonight, something that's been built to for weeks, if not months. Um, What happened on Cool Hand Ange and Ruby Soho's date for you, Hamlet? Uh, I don't know, but I'm very excited. I didn't even know this was a thing, but as I'm I un- on rampage, you should watch it. As I uh, as I understand it, uh, I was a fool to uh, criticize AW for just doing what wrestling does and hating romance. Soraya had a reason to stop the relationship all along. It's because she wanted Ruby Soho to go out with her brother. New AW signing Zach Friggin Zodiac. <laughs> I'm naive. It was LTST all along. Wet. We're bringing knights in now, are we? Apparently, so like what? It's like Wet. <laughs> It's, like it's underneath the Jericho tier, isn't it, of unnecessary? I think so. <laughs> they had their big night at Wembley, and it was a bit... Ugh, but it yeah, was nice, story, nice, it was story, nice for her. There's stories around the night. And, uh, Tell out the mother. There's stories around her as well. That, that bump. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was unbelievable, isn't it? I, uh, of course, I'm into this. Mm. But less so now. Are you actually asking this earnestly? No, no. I, what I was going to get to was this is Sting's final dynamite, of course. Indeed, indeed. And I'm not sure if you saw this last week, but... So hang on, there's no follow-up on the date. I'm n- I've n- there's no announcement of a you're, follow-up. You're probably getting pretty hungry for lunch. Yeah. You'll get a pretty... You'll probably get a backstage segment. Yeah. Got one last week. Yeah, the thing, yeah, last week was they were heading off on the date and this fancy car pulls up. And Ruby's like, oh. This, is, this is quite cute. She's like, oh, is that for us? And he's like, no, no, we're getting a lift. Um, <laughs> and they go over to the car and Rick, sorry, not Rick Flair, you coined this... Grumpy Rick Flair gets out and grumps over to the Young Bucks change room because he's not happy about his involvement in Sting's final story. I mean, funny that Drake Maverick promo that he cut in what April 2020. Yeah, it's been Ric Flair's standard for like 20 years at this point, hasn't it? <laughs> if Drake Maverick was cutting a promo, <laughs> if Drake Maverick was cutting a promo as just to fill Hamlet in, in case he missed it last week on what Ric Flair was moaning about. What would it sound like? I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. I'm going to play no party. I'm playing no party. Maybe I'm going to set my options. He went to see the young books. I saw this. It was on its ass, this, wasn't it? Because wasn't he saying, I'm not mad at Sting, but here I'm going to explain why I'm really mad at Sting. Yeah. Like it was all, it's like they're doing the. It's the most believable story ever told. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, for the first time ever. Ric Flair's not going to turn on Sting. He's going to... I get it. I get it as for one spot in the match. Um, f- like, not fine, because you could just not use him, I suppose. That'd be fine. But That'd be great. That's like... <laughs> you know, like, Ric Flair always turns on Sting, and then the one time he doesn't, you get it in the match and whatever. But, like, I, did it, does he come out with the Young Bucks this week? Is he there to try and spoil the party of... Your booking of Sting's last Dynamite was... Better than any promo Sting could cut, I imagine. I want to see the Young Bucks doing something really awful. Like, oh, these bastards. I wish somebody could do something about it. There he is. Vigilante yes. Sting watching on the rafters like he used to with the NWO. He cut the great promo last week, so that's done. Shaking his head, pointing the bat and saying, no, I'll, I'll stop. My last act will be to stop this. I don't know if you should cut a live promo. It would be a, like basically foreshadowing his end. 
Um, I, I'm really fascinated by this. Mm. They've had the odd wonky week, and Ric Flair just drags down the vibe. But this is proper, proper wrestling stuff. This your hero is going out on his sword, and these idiots who don't know what they're in for spilled his blood. Like you're in deep, basically. Are they um, going to do the fake out of? Oh, Sting's music hits, and it's the Young Bucks, and then Sting actually comes out, but he can't get his hands on them or something like that. I don't know what they do, mm. but you're just desperate to see them dress up as Sting. Uh, yeah, well, I think it just... Oh, they should pay some losers to dress up as all the different eras of it. Yeah. Cut like a, a, parade, a parade of Stings from multiple eras, and they all look terrible. <laughs> like, Cutler could... Like, Nakazawa could be Joker Sting. Yeah. Have a couple of surface things in there, yeah. They should do some kind of, like, the Young Bucks... Pay tribute to the career of Sting. Yeah. Now, like Cutler as Nakazawa. I mean, Nakazawa is like Joker Sting. Cutler could be Robocop. <laughs> Robocop could be in it. Like, but it's just like somebody in like cardboard box in silver school paint. project yeah. Yeah, yeah, robot. Yeah, yeah. But the f- it feels like they're taking a really dignified, solemn. This is it, Roots, yeah. rather than Carney pro wrestling. Yeah, so maybe. I think there'll, there'll be some glorious Carney stuff in the body of the match itself. See the books switch to like black suits for the latest job of match but rather David, than white. Uh, I want you to wear some spandex, guys. Mm-hmm. Please wear some spandex. Like the photo in there. Is it Players Tribune? Yes. Do you know when Ray wrestled Eddie at WrestleMania 21? Yeah. I was like... Your attire is distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the most trivial thing, but also the most important at the same time. And I watch the young bucks in those suits. It's like they don't, don't, look, don't look stretchy. So. <laughs> I'm not teaching my granny to suck eggs, Ray, but have you ever wear a mask much? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mysterio, I don't know how, if you know how to put on a mask. Uh, give you some tips. Really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> really like, annoying. He's learned now, and now he gets on the word mask written on it. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, Will Ospreay is All Elite Michael Sidgwick, and he's going to be there tonight as well. Oh, 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 calm down, calm down. Calm down, calm down, calm down. Oh damn, bruv. Oh damn, bruv. Oh, yay. Listen intently. Well, He's already got Match Revolution, of course. Yeah, and it's going to kick A-ish. It's kind of, I'm going to be scared about like, the physical impact of what they do to each other, which is going to rule. Yeah. Um, can I, I haven't made this point yet, this broader point. It's Will Ospreay cutting a promo. He's probably going to scream his f***ing head off. <laughs> um, spoiler alert for the preview. Uh I reckon they're gonna. He's gonna cut this promo. Oh yeah! The worst thing is if you're gonna see Paul Robinson in Ring of Honor. That's another thing that could happen. Uh, yeah. There are attendant issues with Will Ospreay being an AEW. I mean, if Soraya can pull strings to get. Ugh, People in the company, I'm fairly certain Will Ospreay is going to try his hand at it. He's uh, caught backstage giving heart eyes to Sue's van. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody that would love that. Is it, uh, <laughs> Resting has more than one mother with a van. How much did that set you back? How much did that set you back? You using it? You still using that van? I'm scared for a while. You're going So I think Will Ospreay is going to say something to the effect of wrestle to Keshda, going to blow you all away, that kind of stuff. And then I think they're going to allude to the fact that maybe he doesn't want to be in the Callas family. Yeah. And basically, I've said it, he's not going to be in the... He's not long for the Callas family because mm. he kind of has to be a baby face. Not only is he the consensus best wrestler in the world, I quote, 
but but he's gonna do Wembley and people just want to cheer him. He's a star. Et people are making the swerve title match graphics already. Yeah, they? yeah, absolutely. But so I just think that's the deal. He's gonna cut a promo. Promise you a great match. Well, well, sir. <laughs> well, sir. We <laughs> promise you a great <laughs> main event. That's that's gonna be the basic gist of it. And he's gonna allude to. Not sure if I'm going to be in the family anymore. He's going to ask Don Callis to take the night off, isn't he? Something like this, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to make a prediction, mm-hmm. right? If you think X is bad now, if you think AEW Discourse is bad now, just you fucking <laughs> wait. Just you fucking <laughs> wait for Will Ospreay. In the next two months, to not be working twenty-minute matches, yeah, and maybe you'll get a Tony Nice one night on Collision or something. Six fives instead of sixes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just wait for the absolute meltdown Dave's going to have <laughs> on Observer Radio if there's the merest threat that not great promo guy Will Osprey who has yet to truly prove his drawing credentials, IMO, the pandemic was really difficult in that regard to mm, assess. Mm. Um, just wait until he's not treated as a, an actual god by AEW, which might in, might in fact happen. They're like Just the idea of someone so acclaimed in the promotion that a lot of people can't bear exists because of their precious fed and all these... X is going to get, I would say, 100 times worse if it was possible, <laughs> just in general. This Osprey AEW coming together mm. is like an event horizon <laughs> of discourse. Speaking of, like, meltdowns on X, uh, I assume, based on my experience with some of the AEW hardcores over the weekend, that Will Osprey probably won't come out to Elevation or with big fireworks elevated. or big... Elevated, sorry. <laughs> big grand, sort of like... Mm. Elevated! Yeah, the probably... Eh, eh. Elevated in the sky. Wow, we're so fucking elevated. Well, I know about the fans of that product is they'll probably just walk out like through the curtain, no music, no fanfare, or anything like that. Because it's all about the in ring. Nobody likes entrances, so they can just get rid of that straight away. Don't need that. Bin that off. Get rid of that. First thing to go, if anything, grab a hold, mate. That's what we're here for. Nobody likes any of that. We want everything from the start bell to the end bell, and then nothing. I, I think the problem is watching this dynamite with a stopwatch. <laughs> Excuse me. I think there would only be a problem, Hamflet, if um, you get the you know, boom, let's go ignite Wednesday night. You know what that means? And it's like, you know what that means? We've got some in-ring action coming, but guess what? At Ford van commercials <laughs> played about th- 40 times. <laughs> do you need a new vein? <laughs> <laughs> yes, bruv, I do. Well, we've got just the vehicle for ya. Close the door. There's a draft, kings. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've got a point because that is a bit of a. Well, let's go, baby. No, 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 no. You're like, only supposed to blow my fucking neck off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that would be the issue, Hamlet. I've, you know what? They were all right. I was completely wrong. They were all right. If the dynamite starts with, uh, boom, let's go night, and then instead of wow thing, and John Moxley walked through the crowd for three minutes, it's just straight in the ring, and like that's done with. That'll probably be the hottest I've been for a dynamite in months. <laughs> Right I don't think there's going to be a single professional wrestling podcast heralding the arrival of Will Ospreay to AEW without saying, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's the best wrestler in the world. Not us. Not <laughs> this one. Not this one. We'll bring the different conversation to light. 
Um, you mentioned John Moxley there. We have uh, six man. We got the BCC versus FTR and Eddie Kingston tonight ahead of, of course, the paper. This is so amazing on paper, and yet I don't want to say it. The reality of <laughs> yeah. the reality of like us all getting over. AW's failings in 2023, I think. There was once upon a time where we'd have just been salivating over a Kingston-Moxley interaction where we'd be celebrating how they've managed to just arrange a match so cool ahead of two pay-per-view ones in Kingston and Bryan and BCC FTR where neither are being spoiled through this interaction of so many guys all at once. And yet, we're here in 2024 having lived through 2023 and had the excess of everything really eat itself and... If anything, I'll enjoy this, and it'll feel like an over-delivery. That's how stupid all of this has gone. It's weird, this one. Um, again, I'm sorry. Like, we might be the only podcast who isn't saying, oh, this match is going to be absolutely fantastic. Mm. What a cool thing to see on free TV. There's a good and bad version of everything. This is the really good version of match to build a match with that much substance and yeah. storyline. I mean, to go from the finish of Mox Dax, Cash Wheeler's, like vengeance fueled wrestling and the subsequent tag, the, sp- the specific finish, the best possible version of we're gonna have some matches and they're gonna build to a bigger match. I love two big matches as partners. Like, yeah, yeah, that, I like so that. it was an old like Kresge Raw trick, wasn't it? Yeah, like I like them. Before but my problem with this is it's gonna be the third consecutive week where you're gonna see Dax and Mox in the same ring ahead of a pay per view match with Dax and Mox in the same ring. That just feels like it. I, I was just like a, a week off built with promos to just remind me of how much I've enjoyed this um, mm. dynamic. So that's an issue. It's like going to be four times you're going to see Dax and Mox in, what, three weeks? A bit much for me, mm. personally. Yeah. Is, this, is this a Brian BCC? Yes. So the Kingston Brian double tag moment would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Kingston yeah. will get the hot tag Brian's in and then they have I want, uh, together. And then you've got the Mox Eddie stuff. Like, there's yeah. always layers to yeah. this that make it a bit more interesting. But at the same time, and look, it'll probably happen on Collision. Um, I want the Kingston promo on Danielson now. Yes. I, want, I want a good f- three to four minutes. Not too long. No one needs 20 minutes, Paul. Um, <laughs> but I want that fire in his belly promo from Eddie Kingston. We'll get it on collision. No, but not the... Oh, God, I can't believe I have to do this. No, I, I want I, to I cut want, this promo. I want yeah. to cut this promo. Danielson I pins him here, doesn't he? That'd be gutsy. Probably, yeah. Do you think before the match, uh, Danielson shakes? I mean, that's the story. That is the one yeah. time he can pin a champion again, yeah. like good and bad version of everything, because the whole idea is, oh, maybe that block final was it for Kingston, and every dog has his day, and maybe that dog had his day then, and that would, like, underscore what Brian's been saying the whole time of, my career was full, full of moments like that. Well done, you've had literally one at my expense. This was well a huge done. humiliating defeat for you. For me, it was just a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you Sunday for more of the same sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. As part of that, it sort of doesn't work because the rivals and... Does Danielson shake FTR's hands before the match? Shake your hand. Shake your hand. Piss off you. Uh, th- I don't know whether FTR would do it. It's sort of Spinning off collision yeah. it. I think he should certainly try. Yeah, just offer certainly it, try. Hey, what a good contest that. Mox I think and, Mox and Brian Claudio. Danielson could say to Cash Wheeler and Docs, Dax Harwood ahead of the match, Danielson, make it! <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah, because he wants to say that he respects them, if not Eddie Kingston. Mm. So he could extend his hand in the direction of Dax and Cash and say, Egg! <laughs> I say. Hey, 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 hey. You all right. 
I'd love them to say egg. I'm hurt, I'm tired, and I work with children. <laughs> egg. <laughs> um, you do, you're very right there, Sidge, but um, I do have <laughs> greatly, such a <laughs> Greatly very right. <laughs> I do have a double game for you. Two triple H's. I'm listening. Yes, but before we get to that, we have to talk about. Um, sorry, one second. I'm just gonna. So you, sorry, we're saying BCC win through Danielson pinning King, Eddie. Uh, Eddie, yeah. sorry. Just gonna check. My oh, maybe they'll go to like a 20 minute draw again. Ooh, ooh. I love the time limit draw in AW. Man. I do, oh, but I'll like, awesome. take the piss. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sid, I'm just, just checking. Time limit, totally. Uh, just checking my uh, notes. Yeah, just the one women's match that Flora advertised with Dynamite. Last week was a aberration, <laughs> basically. Paraphrase: There's a good and bad version of everything, and we saw all of that over the course of two matches. Last yeah, week. Jesus Christ! Oh boy, I also like the fact we enjoyed the fact they were like two women's matches, but you know, back to back. So took us one segment, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, didn't count. And I said yeah. this even before it t- took place. Um, but it is Chris Statlander versus Sky Blue tonight. Let's do some earnest. I, I think this could be really good. Mm-hmm. Sky mm-hmm. Blue's improved. Considerably, Chris Statlander's always great. Um, telling a story. Telling a story. Yeah. Not a particularly good one, or one that I'm keen on or really invested in. But you know what advances things? Um, it feels like I haven't seen Statlander in a ring in forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm enjoying I just love watching her. I think she's fantastic. This could really <laughs> over-deliver. Um, Statlander versus anyone's a great time, and Sky Blue has proven over the past however many mon- weeks and months that she can most of the time, hold her end up with this sort of thing. Um, Statlander will win, probably through Stokely's interference. Could see the value in even teasing a heel turn for Stat. I was going to say, what's the storyline advancement there? Is he setting her up for his new charge to beat her up? Or is he uh, is he just trying to have Stat be a heel? Or like Stat and the two of them, could it will up? Like, where's this going other than him know, wanting to be wanna, manager? I don't want to see... That, that, mm. uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. Statlander will win. Probably through Stokely's interference. Yeah. Um. Well, seeing as that is the only women's match on the card, there is a game that we normally play here. Before we get to the name of the game, we need to get to the aim of the game. But before we get to that... Uh, it's time to play the game! Time to play time the game! game. What European city is Adam Blair in, and what's his favourite animal he's been to see there? Because, I should explain, Adam Blair, at Adam Wilton 4 on uh, X, who uh, regularly takes care of the... um, Data. Thank you, alongside Jose Palomares, at the Ho 11 on X as well. Uh, I went to check to find out, because it's been a few weeks since Mm. obviously we've played Ladies Night. Went to check, and he's obviously got that jet-setting lifestyle that he has. Makes, makes towns, does Adam Blair. His most recent post was one hour ago, and uh, I'll try not to screw this up. He tweeted, absolute dream come true to see my favourite animal. I'm not going to say any more just in case it gives too much away. That is the question. And uh, I'm not going to give the answer away to the quiz. I know he states, he states, the the city's in, and he says, a little pre WrestleMania holiday, WrestleMania holiday, which is centered really on it's always sunny at what culture, whatculture.com forward slash tickets for that one. But yes, what what great European city is he in, and what is Adam Blair's uh, favorite animal? 
Basel. Okay. That's it, Ethan. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you want to do City first and then Animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you're saying you're saying Basel. I'm basing this on being able to have other guesses. I just wanted to say yes. Basel. No, dear, that's wrong. I'm seeing somebody flying through from Basel to Manchester to mm. go home the next day. We're just trying to think of uh, any city-specific animals because you can go to Washington Wildfowl and see a flamingo you these can days. Indeed. Um, go up to Edinburgh to see a lion. You don't have to go to a different city. So what is what's so special about this animal? Is it a unicorn? <laughs> Is that, is that, 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 that would, No, it's not a guess. That was on last week's Dynamite when we had two women's matches. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. Why would you have to? You could just go to Edinburgh Zoo or London. What are you doing, Adam? Um, it's a great city to go to. So I, I don't know if he's gone specifically for this animal. Barcelona. No, dear, that's wrong. Three nice. guesses. Oh, yeah, back and forth, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll give you a clue after you've both done two guesses. Hamburg. No, dear, that's wrong. Just trying to think where you've been. I know where you've been, you dirty bugger. <laughs> <laughs> you've been to Barcelona, hence why I said it. Mm-hmm. You've been to Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. Been to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. You've also been to Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, yeah. Famous European city. <laughs> Is it a European yeah. city? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Amsterdam. Been there as well, yeah. That wasn't a clue, by the way. Okay, just Paris. No, dear, that's wrong. That's two guesses each, right? Okay. Um, what was your second guess? Uh, Hamburg. Hamburg. I can I've tell you Hamburg. right now, you yeah. haven't said even the the correct country. Oh, so that was France, Germany, Spain. What was the other guess we had? All the other, all the other places that he named as well. Oh. Uh, Chesterfield. Chesterfield, Amsterdam. Oh. <laughs> I think he's been to Prague. What's this city in Prague? Where's Prague a country? Prague's not a country, you tit. Where is Prague? Chechia. Chechia. Chechnya. Capital of the Czech Republic. Czech Republic. That's a just guess then, Prague. You're saying Prague? Prague. No, dear, that's wrong. Reykjavik. (sighs) Been there as well. No, dear, that's wrong. Went there randomly, very random. Went there for a day to celebrate my mum's 50th. <laughs> Fancy to, day. Yeah, we went, went whale watching to the Blue Lagoon and flew home. Mum had a migraine the entire time. <laughs> Happy yeah, boy. Had a great Happy time, boy, day. I think that's just what you told your dad. <laughs> what about Italy? Ah. No, dear, that's wrong. Didn't say the city, so it doesn't count as a guess. We've we'll, we'll gone past three guesses. I need to get this now. Or Dublin. <laughs> no, dear, that's Belfast. wrong. No, dear, that's wrong. Countries, European. Poland. No, dear, that's wrong. Gdansk, you could have went to. I just know a place in Poland. I was flexing that <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> um, what? What? Uh, what? We must have ruled out most of the big hitters here, haven't we? Belgium. Uh, Good. Uh, Good footballing nation. Croatia. No, dear, yeah, that's, that's wrong. Awesome. Love Croatia. Sweden. They're not a good footballing nation. No, dear, I mean, that's wrong. Alexander Izak in attack. Bottom at the back. <laughs> that's enough to win the Premier League. <laughs> the Bottom's Dutch. 
Holland. No, dear, that's wrong. You're close. With, uh, what did you just say? I've already forgotten. <laughs> Think of the song. You just did work backwards. Denmark, they've won a Euros. Bingo! Copenhagen. Ah. He's holding something made of Lego. He's not. He's going to see an animal, which is now the second game we're playing. Does he have no <laughs> We've got a pig. No, dear, that's wrong. Scandinavia does have a big moose population. No, dear, that's know. wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it does. It seems he's, like it he's would. not within touching distance of this ah, animal. Okay. But uh, this game, I'm so thick. Like, I'm thick. Yeah, again, I am uh, thick. Really stupid. It's a zoo. It's a zoo animal. Right. Uh, hippopotamus. <laughs> I love it, though. No, dear, that's Monk wrong. Eye. I saw one of them in a double. No, dear, that's hippo. wrong. Hippo. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a video like on one of them. Do you want a really big clue? Yeah. I think you'd be a big fan of this animal. I think you would not be. It's a dog. Wolf. No, not based on Wolf your... Wolf dog. <laughs> not based on your animal experiences, just based do, on... Do you know about my animal experiences? No, exactly. So based on your allegiances. <gasps> Some sort of magpie. Mm. Uh, In the right area. that we have separate allegiances. Um, but I'd not be a big fan of it. You'd not be a big fan. <gasps> so would it be a it likes a W, a snowy owl? No, dear, that's wrong. He gets it. You were... Uh, the, you were close oh, okay, a magpie's... No, not he's not going to see a magpie in this. So magpies and black cats, but not that, because it wouldn't be the one I would like. It wouldn't be like... Uh, Talk me through your yeah, you get points for, for uh, your work in here. Math problems. You don't know the answer, so how am I going to work <laughs> <it out? laughs> um, Because you were close. You, you go to where you is were. Is there any other animals associated with Newcastle? Mm, you're right, but you're doing the wrong line of thinking there. Wrong line of differing allegiances. No, you're right, but... <laughs> so it's a Newcastle animal. No, it's not a Newcastle. Shut up! But you're you're along, along the right lines of Newcastle, uh -huh. and but not your team. So what's what's Newcastle? Just talk me through it. They're magpies. How else do you define a penguin? Newcastle? Black and white, zebra. Right. right, hang on, wait a second. I'll go through the guesses first. Jesus. You said a penguin. Yeah. No, dear, that's wrong. You said zebra. No, dear, that's wrong. You also wrong. said panda bear. <laughs> That works twice. He's got to see your panda. Because I, I resent pandas for taking the fed away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that works in two ways. That was a um, question on uh, an old Only Connect we were watching the other day. They replayed an old one. because This quiz was somehow harder. They, yeah. Uh, they were replaying an old one from uh, 2011. And it was... Uh, had like the, it was the fourth clue as well. It was like companies that had changed names. And honestly, right, I swear to God, seeing World Wrestling Federation in an only connect clue <laughs> box, I was like, Adele can leave the room so I can have five minutes with this, please. I was like, holy <laughs> sh! I know what I've got the next time the Wi-Fi goes down. World, like Victoria Corrin, like explaining World Wrestling Federation as a clue. I was like, oh, this is absolutely good. Victoria <laughs> Victoria Corrin? Yes. Yeah. Like she was, uh, I like, I discovered Victoria Corrin Mitchell as a like, awesome poker player before realizing, oh, she also only connects as well. <laughs> like she had this entire career in poker.
She, she tried stand-up as well when she was like 18. She was rubbish, but it's on YouTube. <laughs> like, she's rich. You can do whatever the f- you like. <laughs> Everyone's an FO baby now. <laughs> Who was the one yesterday? Josh Brown of What Culture Gaming was like showing me this like musician. I forget his name. But he does these like songs about like how life was so hard on the streets and all this sort of stuff. Turns out he's like the son of Linda Robson from Birds of a Feather. And and went, Joe Strummer? Went, yeah, went to a private school. <laughs> I love the Clash. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I love the Clash. <laughs> um, Everyone's an Epo, baby. But we've got another game to play before we get to the name of the game. Before we get to the name of the game. <laughs> the aim of the game. Before we get to this on a wrestling podcast, Adam Blair saw a panda. The aim of the game. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed that. The aim of the game to identify to the hour, minute, and second <laughs> the first time you hear the first note of the first entrance theme for the first women's wrestler ahead of the only women's wrestling match that happens on Dynamite. It's usually in that 120 to 125 range. They've taken the piss on occasion. Uh, but we play this game in order to underscore, italicize, put in bold. Just how apathetic, token, do it for the optics. <laughs> Can't not put the birds in the ring these days. That is the approach they take. So we play this game. When do you hear that first note? Eh? Because if you just got it to the second, it would really put into perspective just how token it is. And uh, yeah, that's the uh, aim of the game. And you know, if you want to really grasp AEW's thought process, I came up with a jingle. Yes, it to really, you know, put into song to make it sing. <laughs> just what they're doing here and it is <laughs> don't worry guys uh, when the women come out to play the main event ain't too far away that's the aim of the game and, uh, the name of the game is well this is latest night and I'm thinking uh, uh, oh what a night <laughs> I don't have to do Very this good. You don't, yeah. thanks as always to uh, Panda Blair uh, at Adam Wilson for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's why we did that game. That was why we took a 10-minute diversion for a bit of Wilborn's wordplay. Got written work to do, guys. <laughs> Panda Blair. Escaped it. No, it didn't. You've worked it backwards, dickhead. And that was your bottom at the whole level. You always take care of the data uh, for this. Uh, we only played it three times. Jesus Christ, this so is far. the longest friggin' preview we've ever done. <laughs> we played it three, three times so far. Michael mm. Hamlet, two correct guesses in 2024. Me, we just won. Michael Cedric, last year's winner, of course, yet to get on the scoreboard. Uh, Hamlet, you go first. Give us your guess. Uh, when, do you, when do you think Chris Tatlander and Sky Blue are going to come out? 122. This, uh, uh, this is a Route 1. Yeah. AW Dynamite women's match. There'll be a video package for Tony Storm and uh, Deanna Parazzo. There's no TBS title match yet, and I don't know if Julia Hart's even cleared, yeah. good to go. So, I, like, they can't, this isn't even to sideways build a match for Revolution. So, yeah, this is proper AW Dynamite women's division stuff. One twenty-two and 10 seconds. I was going to say around that same sort of time. I think, yeah, they're going to give plenty of time to what I assume is going to be the main event, FTR and Eddie versus BCC. They're going to play, I think, with the, the 20-minute time limit or whatever it may be there. So I'll go slightly early, but only just one eighteen twenty-two. I'll meet in the middle and go one twenty. Um thirty-four. There we go. <laughs> Actually, 
No. I think we'll <laughs> both I thought, going, this. I thought you were going for the hour one punt there. Yeah. Sometimes it's worth it to get an extra It's going to be a long main event, I expect, unless it opens and they have Sting close. Yeah, could do. Because it's a long old rundown for Excalibur with Revolution and Collision to go through. Wow. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I wonder, do you think, I know this isn't really preview for this week, but I'm just I'm excited about it right now. Are, is this the end of the Dynamite music with this new logo? Yeah, got a new logo, new set next week. Because he's been really loyal to, like, boom, let's go ignite. Like, when did the raw change for uh, three years? Uh, 95 was technically the first one when they did Raw on the rough and you had like Sean and then they were like that music's terrible get back to the old one before Raw as well so yeah about two and a half three years Yeah, Dynamite's done well to last this long that music people who care about that remind me we'll pitch some new songs for next week yes uh, <laughs> well let's know your thoughts ahead of tonight Dynamite on X at What Culture WWE watch that you can follow all three of us you can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick follow me at Adam Wilborn follow us all at What Culture WWE as I said make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts uh, we'll be back later on today to review NXT and we'll all be back tomorrow of course to review AEW Dynamite but for now this is the Dynamite preview my thanks to Hamflet Sidgwick thank you for joining us and we will see you soon Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.